I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This afternoon for the 135th and arguably most miserable home opener in the history of the Pittsburgh Baseball Club. Yeesh! Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way every Monday through Friday, bright and early in the morning. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins. It's Pirates versus Cubs with a 1.35 p.m. first pitch. Expected attendance, and, and yes, it will be a sellout. It will be around 7,500 or so uh, per the Commonwealth guidelines, staying at about a quarter capacity. The Pirates have committed to staying at that level for the remainder of the month, maybe longer, and Yikes. Yikes. How much farther do you think I can get into this program without mentioning that the Pirates had their brains beaten out in Cincinnati? The last two games alone, by an aggregate score of 25 to 5, including 11 to 4 yesterday. They started the same way, Trevor Cahill giving up a ton of runs early on two nights ago, and then Chad Cool giving up a ton of runs yesterday in the matinee. Uh, If you're coming here for any kind of, hey, pick me up or something like that, I don't have anything for you. That's a terrible, terrible series. There's nowhere that anyone should even want to run or hide from it. But I do feel compelled To reiterate, as I've been saying for months, this is going to be rough. I've made that the very first sentence of my column from Chicago after the Pirates won their only game. They're 1-5 now. This is going to be rough. Don't, Don't get stoked over one game. Don't get stoked over one outcome or one good performance by this person or that person. It's going to be rough. And there's going to be a massive divide, a canyon between the people who know and understand what it is that Ben Charrington's trying to do and how long that takes and what kind of roughness goes with it. And then there's going to be the people waiting for Todd Frazier to come up and save the day, you know, <laughs> because that's, that's the answer. 
this is going to take a while. And you're going to need, if you're the Pirates, a real level head about this. Kind of the way Derek Shelton sounded after the loss yesterday. Flush these two games out. I mean, you know, the the first night we had an opportunity to do some things and we didn't put ourselves in chance. The last, the next two days, they just banged against us and hit the ball out of the ballpark. And uh, so flush it away. I think we're excited to get home and, and play in front of our home fans for the first time in a year and just, uh, you know, forget about this and move on to tomorrow. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern and Mike's Beer Bar. These are companion restaurants right next to each other on Federal Street across from PNC Park. And boy, are they happy that the Pirates are having an opening day at PNC Park. It's been a little too long, to say the least, for a lot of the businesses on the North Shore. This one made it through, both of them, North Shore Tavern and Mike's Beer Bar, not without their own rough patches. And today, they're taking reservations for parties of four or more for 10 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 11 a.m. If you want those, you'd be really, really smart to get reservations based on a phone call that I placed over there to Mike himself. Call 412-322-BEER and get yours in place. Either North Shore Tavern or Mike's Beer Bar. 10, 10.30, and 11 a.m. There are going to be things that bum people out along the way. Uh, chiefly outcomes. You can't change that. You can't modify that. and You can't expect it to be accepted. And I'm not even sure that you should. I, I'm a Pittsburgh lifer, and I don't ever want Pittsburgh to be a town that changes its mentality about uh, win or you stink. You know, get a championship or it's not good enough. I'd like to think that the Pittsburgh mentality in this regard, as it applies to sports, is something that has contributed significantly to the 16 world championships our city has in Major League Baseball, the National Hockey League, and of course the National Football League. But at the same time, I am remaining, myself, split between what I watch. I don't care that Trevor Cahill stinks. That doesn't interest me. I don't care what Trevor Cahill does in either direction. I mean, yeah, if he pitches okay, it's, you know, great. Maybe you can get a piece for him, a small piece for him at the trade deadline. Wonderful. If Chad Cool doesn't stink, then you could maybe parlay him for something good. But neither of these guys are going to be part of anything. I'm going to keep saying this. What bothers me the most so far about this start isn't the bazillion runs they've given up. It's not the balls they've booted in the outfield in particular. It's not the base running. It's the offense. It's the offense. Because that's where the players are who are supposed to be improving and getting better. And all those other little catchphrases 
that we've heard ever since Shelton and his staff either came aboard or retained Rick Eckstein. If I'm going over a list of everything that went wrong at Great American Ballpark, the number one thing on mine is that they were in Great American Ballpark and couldn't hit. Forget the scores. That, that stuff, I mean, you know, Trevor Cahill is going to get rocked. Chad Cool is going to freak out every time he gets a man on base. He's been doing that his whole life. That's not the thing here. Phillip Evans booting a ball in right field or left field as it was. I, I don't care. I don't care. That doesn't matter. Brian Reynolds not hitting. Kevin Newman not hitting. These things matter. And the same will apply to the prospects that they've brought in in these various trades, wherever it is that they end up getting assigned once minor league baseball starts on the 1st of May. If you're not seeing progress from these individuals, if you're not seeing them show a little bit of extra confidence, a little bit of swagger, not necessarily Reds-level swagger, they're, they're a little too much for me. And I, I like... I take pride in not being one of those, you know, get off my lawn types when it comes to, uh, you know, how you celebrate or bat flip or whatever else here. But man, they are, they are easy to dislike that group. You don't have to have that, but show some confidence. Show something. Look like you belong. Look like you're competing. I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that through these six games. And that's the kind of thing that I'm going to be paying attention to and tracking as this season goes along, whether they win or lose. Because that stuff is going to matter toward this overarching plan. And if there isn't progress or there isn't a getting better along the way, none of this, none of this other stuff matters. None of these other, these other discussions that we have uh, about you know, loading up on prospects and uh, making trades for this and top 30 prospect rankings. And for that matter, payroll. Payroll doesn't matter if you aren't getting better with these guys because you won't have anything to augment when the time comes. These players have to get better. The onus is mostly on them, and I don't mean to put it anywhere else. The onus on making Reynolds and Newman and other youngsters better players is primarily on them. But it ultimately, ultimately will fall on Eckstein and Marin and all the other instructional guys and Derek Shelton. This thing, they can they can effectively shrug off. Ah, shrug is too strong. I mean, no one likes to lose. But they can effectively downplay or keep a happy face on it and whatever else as they go along and I'll, I'll buy that part of it but I won't where it comes to getting better where it comes to individuals getting better I just won't when we come back just one question I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. And today's comment from Saxon Doherty who asks, has there been a worse team on a baseball field than the current bunch Pirates. Yes, of course. <laughs> there have been many. Uh, and and they've been really, really, really terrible. I know the spirit in which you're asking this, and I can appreciate that. But this is why I keep focusing on the individual players. The people who are out there on the field. And if you ask yourself, as you go around the diamond... With each guy, what do you have? Let's do that, Saxon. Let's do that right now. Forget the pitching, okay? Because you referred to a team on a baseball field. So I'm going to take that as a as a thing with the position players. And, and especially since I've been focused on the hitting here so far. Behind the plate, you've got Jacob Stallings. He's going to end this season hitting 260 or 265. He's the best defensive catcher in baseball. So we're off to a bad start in terms of calling this the worst team, whatever. At first base, you've got Colin Moran, who puts up extra base hits, who delivers RBIs, and who had two totally rotten days at the plate Tuesday and Wednesday. Miles behind routine fastballs. No idea what happened to him between the first four games of the season when he looked really locked in and well-timed in the last two. But, but... It's not like he's some kind of disaster uh, over there. He can hit. At second base, you've got Adam Frazier, who just hit 553 in spring training, uh, raked for a solid month, including with power and pop to all fields and, and everything else here. Two-time finalist for the Gold Glove the last two years. At shortstop, you've got Kevin Newman, who was just as just as productive as Brian Reynolds was in 2019. Reynolds got more headlines because he started earlier in terms of being productive, got more off to more of a splashy start, but Newman ended up with pretty much the same numbers. And then all Newman did in spring training just now was hit 737. Is he the worst? 
No. Is he great? No. You see where I'm going here? At third base, let's not forget that Cabrian Hayes is your everyday third baseman. The fact that he's out for a week shouldn't diminish that, because you're referring to the worst team on a baseball field anywhere. Cabrian Hayes remains the favorite to be the National Look National League Rookie of the Year in 2021. One week won't change that. In left field, you've got Reynolds, who I'm actually talking about way too much lately. But that's only because he's that important, and that's only because we saw what he did in 2019, and it was real. And from there, yes, the Pirates have the worst center field combo in baseball, and yes, the Pirates have the worst right fielder in baseball. So what did I get you there? I got you six out of eight who can play. I got two positions that can't play at all. Is that the worst team on a baseball field anywhere? No, it isn't. They've got issues. They've got issues, and they're specific. They're specific. That's why I'd love to see anything resembling other options for the outfield. Maybe this is why Cole Tucker and Jared Oliva, instead of being sent to the satellite camp, were held back in Bradenton for specialized instruction focused on hitting. Maybe both of them can come up here and be Pittsburgh's outfielders in two or three weeks or whatever it takes. Seriously. Why not? Would you be worried about losing any of these guys? Anthony Alford, Dustin Fowler, Gregory Polanco? Something to think about. I appreciate the questions, Saxon. I appreciate everybody listening to this show. And uh, if you are coming to the ballpark today, be smart, be safe, keep the mask up, and all that other uh, safety stuff that I'm sure everybody's getting sick of hearing about. But nonetheless, this, this thing is still very real and very much with us. Oh, also, by the way, have a good time. Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.
we're ready to get home. We're definitely ready to get out of Cincinnati. So, uh, you know, we're, we're ready to get home and play in front of our fans.
All right, so we are back, and 